Welcome back, Breakfasters. This is Serby. And this is Michaela. And we welcome you guys back to Breakfast Bar. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about staying organized, prepared, and as you can probably already tell by our title, functioning through life. So what are we waiting for? Let's dig in. So I want to start off and explain my own position right now in regards to organization and just the overall way I'm functioning through life. So I've always been a minimalist when it comes to lifestyle and what I surround myself with, but I'm now being more drawn to the boho feel. So it's kind of hard for me to to describe my overall organization and things that I like to surround myself with, but Um, I can only really describe it as like a sustainable bohemian. So when it comes to cleanliness, I put off doing laundry and I only clean when I feel productive, although I do make my bed every morning. But my own definition for making my bed is throwing my covers. I like to think that I'm organized to maybe like the lowest extent because I have my own lazy tendencies, but I found that being organized helps me do less work because like being lazy tends to give you more stuff because you have to like you're not prepared but when you're like kind of organized you're like prepared but you don't really do as much as you have to do even though my peers will tell me I'm organized I don't think so my mental state I'm always going back and forth So, like, one week I'll be cleaning, my whole room will be spotless, I'll wash pillowcases, vacuum every day, maybe even twice a day, and I'll, like, completely clean out my closet, and then other weeks I'll just let everything pile up, I won't do my laundry, I'll have, like, a clean bucket and then a wash bucket that I haven't even put up, and it's just a mess, so I think I do, like, go back and forth between those two things. So it really, like, I need to work on consistency, obviously. But I do know that I have, like, tricks and stuff up my sleeve. But yeah, what about you? So, okay. So I really don't know how to explain myself because I'm going to be completely and brutally honest. I am not organizational. And whenever my clothes are, like, you know, all organized and stuff, I feel a little... Like, I don't want to say angry, but I definitely don't think it helps me out because so many times I spend, like, hours organizing all my clothes in my closet. But then, like, a week later, I will just pull everything down because I'm looking for the shirt that I want to wear, like, the pair of shorts that I want to wear. And so I just feel like it's hard for me to stay organized, you know? Like, I can totally do it if I really wanted to. But I feel like I thrive more in the mess. I probably should, like, change my habits because in, like, a year when I'm going to go live in a dorm, hopefully, um, I don't want my roommate to be, like, grossed out or anything. Like, I don't do anything. That, like, my room isn't gross or anything. It's just it's just not clean. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I... My room isn't, like, clean, but it's, like, it has a system to it. I'm shocked at some of these rooms that I see, and there's, like, 
nothing in them. Like, nothing is exposed. Like, it shocks me, but, like, they're just living the ultimate minimalist lifestyle that everyone wants. Exactly. And I actually have a friend. Her room is, like, a TikToker's dream. Like, she has LED lights up in her ceiling. Or, no, it's not in her ceiling. It's, like, she was going to put it up on her ceiling, and I think it was too small. So she just put it around her window, and that was really cute. And she has, like, hats organized in one corner. And of course. I can't really remember everything. But there are a lot of things. Oh, yeah, there's, like, the canopy thing, the bed canopy. She has that. And she has, like, a whole – like, her room is so organized, and the walls are pink. And it's really, really pretty. And that's how I want to keep my room. But unfortunately, I am not that dedicated. But right now, my room is just, it's its not too bad. Like, there's a lot of posters hanging up on my wall. So, like, I have Stranger Things. I have a Stranger Things poster, a Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them poster, a Harry Potter poster, a Friends poster. And on another wall, like the wall that's right opposite to it, I have, like, just a whole bunch of pictures hung up and just pieces of paper with like stuff on it and Polaroids and all that kind of stuff on one wall. Like it's, it, it, I don't know. It looks like an upside down triangle. Like everything I've arranged it to look like an upside down triangle. I don't know how well I'm describing this, but yeah. And then I have another, like the smallest wall. I have a poster, like a YA for life. So YA is young adult and this is a type of book, like a type of fiction. I don't want to say genre because there are multiple genres within this. This is just like the age group, I guess. So there's this thing called the North Texas Teen Book Festival, which I go to most of the time. Like it happens every year and I've been to it most years and it's, yeah, that's where I got the poster from. It has signatures from a bunch of authors that were there. So yeah, that's basically what my room looks like what about yours um okay so i on my door i have like a painting of some ducks um hanging i have a tote bag from johnny was mm -hmm. and then i have a mirror and in front of my mirror is a giant painting that i haven't finished it's like four feet and <laughs> um I have a guitar, I still need a tune, and then I have a collage I made above my desk in a picture frame, and then I have a Monet painting above my bed, and then I have a whiteboard with the rough draft of my giant 4x4. So I don't have a lot, but I think it has a system. and. Mm. Also, going back to what you said before, like, when we were talking about other people's rooms and stuff, I think it's really easy to, like, want what someone else has or, like, that whole organization system for them. But it, it really matters what you surround yourself with because if you're surrounding yourself with someone else's dream room or mm -hmm. <laughs> whole, like, organization system that you kind of want because it looks cool or whatever, it's not going to work for you because... That's not reflecting your own personality or your own system. And if you don't know who you want to be, I think it's fine to do, like, latest trends and stuff. But once you know who you want to be, that stuff won't really matter. And then you'll, like, every time you wake up, you'll see your room and you're like, this is who I'm going to be today. 
you're going to go off into the world and you're going to do exactly what you want to do. And maybe I'm being a little bit of a um, motivational speaker, but <laughs> I just think it's so important because your room is like your safe space. And if you surround yes. your safe space with things that are in influenced by someone else, you're not really going to know who you are. Yeah, if I totally had all the stuff that she had, I would definitely decorate my room like that. Not saying that I'm not happy with how I've decorated my room right now. I think the way I've decorated my room is kind of unique for like for teenagers. Like I know all teenagers have like posters and everything up, but if you actually like look at my room, it's very different from what people do. Like it's kind of minimalist, yeah. I guess, except for like the two walls. And people when they come to my room sometimes they'd be like Oh, you know, like, it looks fine. Like, it doesn't look too messy. But to me, I feel like, you know, I'm you a very better. human. Yeah, I'm a very humanistic person. I'm always thinking of what I can do better. And that could also be because of my <laughs> low self-esteem. So it's just, it's just, it is what it is, you know? Like, just long story short, I'm not sad with the way I've decorated my room. I like it. It's just that it's not, like, my dream room, but it's good. You can see me in my room, even though it's yeah. not pretty, it's not cute, but you can definitely tell it's my room. I really like that your room has a lot of art in it because you're a very artsy person, right? And you like I mean, I painting. guess. <laughs> yeah, you like painting and stuff. Like, you're good at it, too. Thank you. So it's like, it, it, you're right. Like, it totally mirrors your personality. Your room totally mirrors your personality. I completely agree. Well, it's also, like, I surround myself with unfinished projects because it motivates me more to finish. That's another thing. So if you want to be more organized and you're really bad at procrastination, like me, take that project physically and put it somewhere that makes your room look a little bit messier. And don't move it until you actually finish it. Because... At least for me, I want a clean room, but I also procrastinate. So I stick my giant four foot by four foot painting right in front of my mirror. So whenever I look at myself in the mirror, I have to move this giant bee painting. So it makes yeah. me want to finish it. I have homework or tests or whatever or if I just have to complete something there's like a note like a stickies app that's like on Mac like pre-downloaded so I just put that on my desktop and then I type in everything that I need to do on it so that I'm staying on top maybe that's not the best strategy but it works for me yes I like that idea um for like documents like school documents I know this is what a lot of people do but it really helps is to create a different folder for each class and it really saves my life especially with my leadership class because you know there's like 20 new documents every day so that stuff saves my life and i know a lot of people have planners like a lot of people just buy like a small dollar store planner or something like they write down everything that they need to remember in it so that it's like really pretty and they feel like opening it and they feel like doing whatever is in yeah. it I can't relate, but you know, you do <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I tried using a planner once and it did not go well because I completely forgot I even had a planner. So, <laughs> yeah, like I would never record things. I just put them in my brain. 
but recently I've started just for for like leadership stuff and for birthday parties I know very weird and like oddly specific but for birthday parties and leadership events I put in my calendar because those are the ones that I don't want to miss and so like I started doing that which is helpful for asking off for work and stuff but yeah I just tend to store it all in my brain but that doesn't work for everyone so yeah up until okay so I'm gonna be completely honest with you see starting senior year this could be because of senior itis or just because I've been doing dual credit all of summer now it just it just doesn't feel like I'm doing actual school but anyways um I have actually stopped typing stuff down on the sickies app and I'm just trying to keep everything in my brain and just remember to do things later and I've noticed that actually I've been forgetting a lot. Oh yeah, all the time. Right now I'm trying to finish my college essay that's due tomorrow, like the rough draft. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all good in the hood, but we make it work. So don't know it fake it because this one thing has made my life so much greater i'm not saying i have a great life but my life has improved greatly once i stopped caring about other people i do find myself like caring about other people sometimes but i don't care what other people think of me as much as how i feel in my heart so i know i'm a good person and i don't care if other people think I'm a bad person, as long as I know I'm a good person, I'm doing good things. And that's made me so much happier, being able to let go of what other people think. Because I'm not going to make everyone happy 100% of the time. So if I'm always concerned about what other people think of me, it's going to take up time for, for me to be doing something else. And I'm so happy now, and I've got like... I'm just doing everything for myself. And I think it's... It's easier for me to go places alone. Like, I used to not be able to go places alone, which is so weird. But after I accepted that, I can, like, go into a coffee shop alone, like, hang out and do studying alone. And it's just so great. I feel free. That's something that I have to actually implement into my life. Because all my life, even now, I'm just always, like, whenever I do something, I'm thinking, oh, what is this person going to think of me? What are they going to think of me? What is their, what is this person's dad's uncle's mom going to think of me for doing this? You know, so it's Mm -hmm. always, 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 it feels more like I'm living my life for other people than for myself. And it brings me down all the time. And sometimes when other people tell me, hey, this is what they think of you. This is what they don't do this because they're going to think bad. I kind of. I just dismiss them. I just go, and that's not true. Why am I living for other people? Like, I don't care what they think of me. But deep down, I know I do. And that's something that I need 
to stop doing. Like I need to stop caring what people think about me. So what if somebody thinks that my clothes yeah. aren't cute? Like you don't have to do something for somebody else. You need to live for yourself because at the end of the day, you know yourself best. You know what works for you. You can't depend on other people's, you know, like their opinions because at the end of the day, you matter more to yourself than they do. They're exactly. not exactly you. you are you. So you got it. You got it. Yeah. So I am a bit more confrontational because I stand more into my beliefs. And I think that's a, it could be a pro and a con. But because I never regret when I say things that I really, really like feel in my heart. So when I'm confrontational, yes, I'm, I, I know I'm doing the right thing. But other people might take it wrong and then they won't like me but you know i don't care anymore it doesn't matter another con i think is i'm more prone to looking like the crazy lady uh, because i'm not tied by societal standards as much as other people so yes. hanging out alone frolicking in the grass you know i'm having the time of my life but other people might be like what is going on so i'm happier other people are might judge me more because I don't care as much but you know it's all good I don't actually frolic in the grass <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got it I know but I do drive I to I parks alone and take photos of the sky <laughs> I mean that's fine you know as long as you're living your life there are a lot of people who are waiting to move out of the country to frolic in the grass and live like that aesthetic lifestyle I, I would like to do that too, but my question is, why do you have to move to a completely different country to achieve an aesthetic? You can kind of just do it around you. Because sure, you might look a little crazy, but that's fine. Like it's, it's like as long as you're the one who's living the life, like you can, you can be the Heather of your own. Like you can be the Heather. You just have to make yourself the Heather. It's not up to other people to the, make you the Heather. The the fifty year olds listening to this, like Heather. What is it? <laughs> you don't have to be the side character. You, you can create be... your own Heather. Because... Yeah, you can create your environment. You can decorate your backyard to make it look like the aesthetic that you want. You can buy the clothes that you would wear to frolic in the countryside in Germ... Yeah. Germ... Like a <laughs> I... I... Italy or Spain or France. Like, you can just do that in your own backyard. I'm gonna sound like... so so cheesy right now but i have to say it beauty is in the eye of the beholder i've met people with the lowest self-esteem ever and it breaks my heart and it's people that i really care about but they have really low self-esteem and i can't do anything but i want to save them from this low self-esteem so badly but i can't because that is their own decision but it hurts so bad because the thing is, some people don't see themselves the way that we see them. I know. Like, for like, I've seen this in movies so many times. I don't know if this is true or not, but there's always this guy and the girl, and then they're, like, walking late in the night, and she's talking about how her life sucks or how she's never been the main character of her life. She's never <sighs> been the Heather. She's never been looked in a certain... Like, she's never been seen. Like, that's basically what girls in these movies are and then the guy's just like well you're the main character of my life i see you you're not invisible to me like i feel like that just like i don't know if that happens in real life 
But sometimes I have noticed that when some people talk bad about themselves and they're like, oh, none of my friends actually like me. I'm not the main character, blah, blah, blah. And in my eyes, they are. In my they eyes, are, you are beautiful. And they can't see it. You are stunning. You are perfect. You don't need anyone. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. So it's just, it's just like, and so many people have told me that, you know, like, why are you, why are you insecure? Like, you seem to have figured your life out. But I really have not. So it's just, mm. like, like you said. Fake like it till you make it. Yeah, fake it till you make it, one. And also, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And beauty doesn't have to be, like, looks. It can also just be, like, their inner beauty. So one more important thing before we wrap up the episode okay. is, so Michaela and I have been wanting to talk about this for a while. Like since we thought of making our very first Breakfast Bar episode, we were actually wanting to put this in one of our episodes. And now we feel like because this is such a big part of life, we can finally include it in this episode. And the topic that we have been wanting to talk about is mental health. There's actually ways to test for your mental health. So, like, you can get a screening and they'll test, like, your blood pressure to see if you have stress. Because a lot of people who experience stress have the physical thing. Like, they actually think there's something wrong with their heart. So, there are ways to, like, actually, like, go to the doctor for mental health. Mental health is important mm -hmm. when it comes to functioning through life because it's just... Your mental health is a part of your life. It's a huge part of your life. And for me, I opened up to my parents. I like went through a moment where I really thought I was going insane and I opened up to my parents. I think opening up just really helped me. I've seen so many people like really get fixed from therapy. And like anxiety yeah. is a huge one because it's so different for everyone. Like triggers are so different for each mm -hmm. person. But it's so common that people think, oh, like, it's not a big deal. But it actually is. Like, it impacts your life so much. So it's very important that people realize that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to go ask for help. It's okay to not feel your best. It's, it's completely fine. It's like, we're all human, and humans are flawed, and we also have our strengths. And it's just... You know, like, you need to take care of yourself first. You Whether it's, like, a self-care day or if you need to go and talk to a therapist or if you want to, like, whatever it is, it's really important that you keep up with your mental health as much as you keep up with your physical health. Keeping up with your mental health doesn't even have to be, like, super big, grandiose things. Like, if you can do something towards your hobbies. Like, for example, if you really enjoy drawing then every time you're sad you can just instead of channeling your energy into the negativeness you can kind of distract your mind and draw whatever you want to draw you can draw the outdoors or whatever it is that you want to do you can dance your heart out you can sing your heart out you can listen to music and just chill in your bed you can read a book you can frolic in the grass and pretend like you're in the countryside and northern italy 
TLDR, looking after your mental health is very important. So make sure to check up on yourself once in a while and reach out to people, to like the appropriate people when you need to. Just take a moment like after this podcast and just sit down, meditate um, in your own way, (laughs) turn on some music or something, but just recollect on your feelings and your thoughts because meditation or just sitting down and thinking with your own self it helps a lot and working through your emotions is gonna like lead to better emotions and feeling better it's not gonna be great 100 percent of the time but you're gonna have a better understanding of how you're feeling instead of feeling lost and you'll know where things are coming from the more you think about it Unfortunately, that's all we have for you guys today's episode of Breakfast Bar, but don't fret. We will be posting a new episode every two weeks on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. The topic for our next episode that we'll be releasing on September 23rd, so mark your calendars, will be unpopular opinions. So make sure not to miss it. Again, this is Michaela and Serby signing off for now. Bye. Bye. Artless Music Licensing Reimagined.